Well, good morning. Welcome to Stony Brook Church on this first Sunday in Advent. It is good to have you here in worship with us and worshiping with us online today. I am Pastor Jennifer Casey. I bring you greetings on behalf of our preacher of the day, Pastor David Hoffman, along with our Pastor Emeritus, Pastor Bob Thomas. As we begin our time together, you will find your connection card in your bulletin packet or online at stonybrook.church. Uh, click on the worship uh, section and it will take you to our connection card. This is a place for you to share that you were uh, in worship with us today. And if you have any prayer concerns or joys you would like to share with the congregation, it's also a place for you to do that as well. If you are worshiping with us in person, I invite you to drop that in the offering basket on the way out. The prime timers are happy to announce the return of the holiday jazz concert from our very own Gahanna Lincoln uh, High School Jazz Band. The band will be here on, yes, did I hear clapping? Yes, yes, you can clap, we can celebrate that. The uh, band will be here on Friday, December 10th. The time is still yet to be determined, but it is going to be a mid-afternoon or a midday concert. So if you just want to uh, pencil that into your calendar and then uh, be on the lookout next week for the exact time for that concert. If you have any questions, you can reach out to Bill Barter and he would be happy to answer your questions. Also, uh, you'll want to note on your calendar a change in worship on Sunday, December 19th. The worship team is planning a special Christmas celebration in word and music. Uh, that will be held at our 9.30 worship service and the 11 o'clock worship service, both here in the sanctuary on that day. There will not be an 8 a.m. worship service, so if that's your normal service, just make a note of that and plan on coming to 9.30 or 11. We will be led by our choir and some other musicians along with uh, some readers as we celebrate the holiday that day together. As a reminder, our Thanksgiving offering will be going to support our ministry partners, Gahanna Residents in Need, or GRIN, as they are referred to. If you haven't had a chance to give, you can still do so by dropping your offering in the offering basket on the way out or giving online at stonybrook.church slash give. You will find all of this and many other uh, much other information about the mission and ministries of Stony Brook Church in your bulletin packet or online at stonybrook.church. I invite you at this time to quiet your hearts and your minds as our prelude prepares us for worship.
We watch and wait for Christ's coming. We light this candle in hope. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is the name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Let us pray together. Faithful God, out of death you bring life. Renew us in hope that we may be alert to the burgeoning of Christ's advent among us. God of promise, God of hope, into our darkness come. invite you to join me in a spirit of prayer. Signs and wonders you provide for us to show us, teach us, and remind us that you are God. As the fall season morphs into winter, your beauty shimmers as the days grow shorter and the nights grow longer. Amidst the gray skies and the brown landscape, 
we are reminded that life is growing even when we can't see it. And so we wait. We wait for the colors to burst forth in spring and summer as proof of your ability to bring forth life from death. Help us, O God, to not rush the waiting, to appreciate the blessings which come in the pause, to breathe and receive the gifts you provide when we slow down, anticipate, and observe you. Signs and wonders you provide, O God. And today we ask that your signs and wonders be made visible to those who are grieving. Remind them that you are there in the sadness and the loneliness, especially through this holiday season. We pray for families and communities who have experienced the unthinkable this week. We pray for loved ones who are experiencing serious health issues. We pray for those who suffer from addiction and for those who live without a stable home. Have mercy on us all, O God, for the world is hard and it is hurting. Signs and wonders you provide, calling us to attention, drawing us near, showing us the way. In this season where we are waiting and watching for you, Remind us that you are here. We pray all of this in the name of the one who we watch and wait for. As we now join our voices together praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
I love those anthems that serve as a sermon in and of themselves. So thank you very much for that gift of music this day. Today's gospel lesson comes to us from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Luke, verses 30, 25 through 36. I invite us to hear these words. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars, and on earth distress among the nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when you see these things begin to take place, stand up, raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. And that, that, and that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Friends, this is the word of God for all God's children. Thanks be to God. Let us sing together. Let us pray. Thou who art over us, thou who art one of us, thou who simply art, give each of us a pure heart that we may see thee, a humble heart that we may hear thee, a heart of love that we may serve thee. And most of all, a heart of faith that we may always abide in thee. This is our hope. This is our prayer this morning. Amen. Today's text is a sobering text. <laughs> if last Sunday's apocalyptic text wasn't enough, the Gospel of Luke 
hits us with another text right here at the beginning of Advent. Let me try my best to relate this to our own experience in life. Once a man had the good fortune of finding a $50 bill on the ground while he was walking in the park one day. There it was lying on the ground right there in plain sight with no one else around. And after carefully examining the immediate area for the one who might have misplaced the treasure, he picked it up and he put it in his pocket and he carried on. And from that day onwards, he walked around with his eyes to the ground. (laughs) You never know what you might find, right? (laughs) And for the next 20 years of his life, until the day that he died, he spent walking with his eyes turned to the ground. He found another (laughs) $23.52. He found an assortment of paper clips and and hair clips, various ink pens and other things too numerous to mention, especially items of trash that littered the ground. He also avoided many things that would have not been too good to step in, things, right, that would have left a lasting impression. (laughs) But everywhere that he went, He walked with his eyes to the ground. He found many things, but he also missed many things as well. 7,300 sunrises and sunsets. The smiles of innumerable children playing in the park. Thousands of birds flying overhead above him. Squirrels running around the trees near him. He died bent over from all of that, looking at the ground. The high point of his life, the memory that that propelled him forward, that crumpled up $50 bill, lying there on the ground that fateful day 20 years ago. Friends, we know what it's like to be bent over We've been stooped over for way too long in so many ways from the realities of the pandemic, both personally and as a community. We continue to pray for those who have been crushed by the enormous weight of losing a loved one and for those who find themselves weary from fighting the long-term effects from this virus. We remember those saddled by the enormous weight on their shoulders who continue to work on our behalf, those who serve on the front lines day after day combating this illness, enduring wave after wave of this outbreak, circumstances and sacrifices that we cannot even begin to understand. And we have... (laughs) or will be frazzled to our wit's end as we attempt to shop and prepare this Christmas season. Only 27 days left. (laughs) But we cringe, right, just at, at the thought of it, bent over by the weight of preparing 
We hear and witness violence and division, racial intolerance in the news, and we shake our heads and and bow in in disgust and embarrassment. All of this and, and much more bears down upon our shoulders, and we bend over a little bit more. We hear of near-record numbers of homicides in our community, drug and alcohol addiction, untreated mental illness, domestic violence, homelessness, and increased crime. We find even ourselves bent over in fear, fearing because we know that we can't guard ourselves against everything. We know what it's like to be bent over by fear, fear of our future, our own health, the security of our retirement and jobs. And then this morning, this morning, adding to our list of worry, Jesus speaks of signs and the sun and the moon and the stars, a foreboding of what what's to come. Fear is not a, a stranger to us. At times, hope seems to be gone. There appears nowhere else to turn. All of it must depend upon us. We set out at a feverish pace to somehow forestall the inevitable, bending from the tasks set before us. Friends, where is God when we are bent over backward? Where is God when the weight becomes just too much for us to bear? Where is God in all of this? Jesus comes and speaks in the midst of our fears, in the midst of the foreboding Right here, right now, here at the beginning of Advent. And we hear these words. Stand up. Raise your heads. Stand up and look all around you and see what is really taking place. Raise your head. When life is dark, when hope is distant, God is right there in the midst of it. When fear paralyzes us, God is there to offer us freedom and release, helping us stand upright and restore us to wholeness. This is our Advent hope. Stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Hope is on the way. When so much bends you down, forcing you to see only the ground in front of you, stand up and raise your head. See what is really taking place. Mike was only 45 when he received his cancer diagnosis, and his oncologist gave him a 50-50 chance of, of total recovery, and that was after the journey of chemotherapy and surgery. His oncologist gave him a 50-50 chance, and Mike wanted a second opinion. Mike's second opinion, which was from his psychologist, gave him an 80-20 chance. 
His oncologist said that Mike's outcome was not easily predictable. The oncologist told Mike that he was, however, being regularly surprised. Given two people who had the same physical condition and manifestations, one would recover and the other would not. When Mike confronted the psychologist about his prediction, he explained that those who had a better chance at recovery were those who could accept the reality honestly and even in the midst of struggle hold on to hope. The psychologist later explained that that he knew that Mike had a very good chance of recovery because after listening to the oncologist's prediction about his operation and his further therapy, Mike had set up a golf game for himself at the first reasonable date. Mike held on hope. And having hope can make a difference, maybe not in the outcome of a diagnosis, but certainly in the way in which we choose to live. So we enter this Advent season, keenly aware of all that is not as we like, as we would like or God intends. We acknowledge that it's impossible for us to be able to make sense of all of the signs that are placed before us. We admit that we don't have it all figured out, that we live somewhere between reality and hope. We live within that tension and cling to that hope, even when all evidence tells us otherwise. Friends, it's no accident that there is a cross placed in front of this church. When we walk in from from our week, bowed down by all of the cares and the pain and the wear and tear of our lives, our eyes are drawn up to that cross We look, we raise our heavy heads and see what is really taking place in this world. Christ came into the world to walk with us in the pain of our lives, in the inconsistencies of our lives, in the hell of our lives, and promises us that he will remain with us through the other side. I want to draw your attention to something else. Look around. We are not alone. We have each other. The lonely nature of pain can be shared. And we can stand together. We can stand straighter. During Advent, we sing the words, Lift up your heads, ye mighty gates. And come, thou long-expected Jesus, from our fears and sins, release us. We sing those hymns. They give, give us the words that we so desperately need to take the weight from our shoulders. And we will hear again these words as Advent continues. Do not be afraid. Words spoken over 300 times in Holy Scripture. Do not be afraid. In the midst of fear, in the midst of struggle, 
God is right there. We are to live in hope, aware of the reality that it is in and through and all around us. We keep focused on that hope because we know that there is one who will come among us to show us another way to live, another way to experience life. Friends, we live in a culture that is so desperate to be provided with those words of hope, to know that there is another way to live life and to experience life in all of its fullness. Today we begin that story again. We begin the season of Advent, the story that seeks to transform us, to refocus us, to refocus our vision, the story that reminds us to look forward, to look up. We enter Advent ready to hold on to the reality and that hope together in tension, knowing that God will bring hope, bring hope into being when reality has done it at its worst. To me and to you, friends, may it be so in our lives. May we seek to hold on to that hope, knowing that Christ is with us, Emmanuel. One of the ways the United Methodist Church offers hope is through a special scholarship fund to support students all around the world. Today is United Methodist Student Day, and so we take a special offering to support that scholarship fund. If you are feeling led to uh, contribute to that scholarship, you are invited to do so by dropping your offering in the basket on the way out or by giving online at stonybrook.church give. I invite you to rise as you are able as we join our voices together in our doxology, praising God. have given to us, we give you thanks. We offer them back to you freely and gratefully, asking that you bless them, multiply them, move them throughout this community and beyond, so that all who come to receive them know of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We pray this in his very holy name. Amen.
Thank you for singing that. That's one of my favorite hymns. <laughs> As we go forth this day, we are tempted to focus our attention on all that is not right in our lives, all that is not right in the world. But Christ comes among us and shows us a new way, a new way to live and a new way to experience life. May God shine upon us. May that light bring hope and healing to our lives. Amen.